We can take off your shoes and slide downstairs. It's so tall. I can jump. Yes, you can. Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. We have uh, mercifully decided to spare you, the listener, with an episode full of Duff Mad references <laughs> uh, in, in, in place of Tim Hansen, uh, who will not be joining us for this round of episodes as he is uh, uh, en route to somewhere, Orlando, up here, is northeast, I, I don't know, he's driving up all the, the whole northeast corridor. I, I think he's leaving in the morning to go home. Mm-hmm from the from pa and then he's flying to orlando on sunday should we call him now to confirm where he's going (laughs) we need his itinerary we really do so that uh, he Mm -hmm. is the president of the podcast Mm -hmm. we need to make sure that the podcast secret service is with him and we're we're surely i mean like you know in case something happens to him like we're we got to be his emergency contacts right Mm -hmm. i mean who else is gonna be his wife (laughs) Please. Well, she's 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 a puppy, so she's not going to know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she only recently learned how to use the phone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That 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 uh that historical book, Martha Calling. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, Tim. Just the three of us. Just three bros. Just three dudes. Uh, hashing just it out here on the Rose Podcast, the available on all major podcasting platforms. Yeah, just three brothers. Uh, <laughs> you and you and I. Yeah. Uh, now, if you will recall from the last episode that I'm sure you listened to, uh, the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, of course, though, we have to start with what we are drinking. Rich, let's uh, start with you. What do you got? Uh, I am drinking uh, a bottle of Panul Sauvignon Blanc. Um, it's it's fine. I don't know. It, it, it's sometimes I'm like, ah, this isn't really good. Another taste, I'm like, all right, this is fine. Uh, I don't know if it's because, like I said, it sat in my car for two weeks in the middle of summer, mm. or if it's because it's actually just not good. But... Uh, I also have a whole other bottle of this, and I'm going to have to drink. That also sat in the car for two weeks, <laughs> so great. <laughs> uh, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Barefoot Riesling, and it is still incredibly sweet. Um, yeah, and this is definitely like a sip and dessert wine, not a wine that you want to sit and drink for four to six yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah those whites man uh, I mean especially the Riesling like you get some dry whites and that's fine but like Riesling and and like really sweet stuff like that it's mm-hmm. a lot um, I am finishing a bottle of Five Farms County Cork Ireland a single batch Irish cream liqueur uh, in celebration of my birth 
Uh, and uh, so, so I've, I've talked about this uh, this liqueur several times uh, in previous episodes. So rather than that, I just want to let you guys know. Uh, so th- on the day that we're recording this, we're we're getting my my daughter baptized uh, next week and uh, picking out the uh, the wine list and everything like that. And uh, I came very close to not putting rosé uh, as an available <laughs> wine just because I forgot. I simply forgot. I was just like, well, wait a minute. This is bad for my brand if it showed this. <laughs> This Chris, uh, yeah, not a, not for me. This is an event that's not about me in any way. Uh, but it'd be really bad for my brand if there were no rosés available. So uh, rest assured, there will be a couple of bottles of those available. But it, it came very close. Came very close to not having rosé uh, at the wine at the wine portion of the party. Rough deal. Would have been a bad look for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and luckily, uh, thought better of it and uh, you know set myself straight. So go me. Uh, this is a very self-congratulatory uh, aside for this portion of the program. Now, Rich, uh, you have our next round of questions in front of you, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, I got it. All right. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. But what's first? Uh, first question. What was the first thought, the first thing you thought about when you woke up today? The first proper thing was, like, it was really, like, should I try to get the kid back to sleep? Because usually I wake up with her now. Um, and if it's too early, which is not like super early, it's usually like, you know, 6, 6.15, something like that. Not an unreasonable uh, time of day for, for a baby to be waking up. But it's like early enough that like uh, you're going to be like in an hour, you're going to want to go back to sleep. So should I just try to do it now? Uh, so is, is, is already doing the the math here and like trying to plan a couple hours ahead. Like, look, we're gonna if I don't put you back to sleep now, it's gonna fuck up your day and my day. So let's try and get this resolved <laughs> now on the front end, shall we? Nip this in the bud. Uh, so that was my first thought: was like, can I get her back to sleep now? And the answer was no. Uh, answer was an <laughs> unequivocal no. Uh, and and, uh, and she was just awake and ready to roll at that point. That was my very first thought. Hmm. Uh. Literally, the first thing that went through my head when I woke up this morning was, fuck. <laughs> and then it was, all right, I guess I got to get up for work now. <laughs> yeah. yes. It was just t- time to get up for work. It's uh, 8 o'clock. I got a clock in now. Uh, let's go. Mm. Um, and then stumble down the stairs a clock in for work. Mm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sean? Um... It was probably me doing the mental math of like, can I go back to sleep? <laughs> or is like, is it worth it to go back to sleep because I have like 15 minutes before I have to be at work? Mm. I determined it was worth it to go back to sleep. And then I was late for work. So, nice. <laughs> so, you know, that is, so maybe the, that has the, been the, me. The first thing I, after I woke up the second time, the first thing I thought yeah. was shit, I'm late for work. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm going to be honest, surprisingly few twists in that story. <laughs> you thought you were going to be late that, for work, and then you were late for work. <laughs> that exact scenario has been me for at least the past two weeks. I wake up, and it's like my alarm will be going off at like 7.30. I'm like, all right, I got time. Snooze it. And then every 10 minutes it goes off, and it's like 7.57. I'm like, I got this. And I snooze it, and I just <laughs> I don't go to sleep, though. I just lay there. Mm. And then it's 807. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Come on now. Back when I was commuting, there was a sweet spot of distance that I needed to be between my workplace and home. 
so it was usually about a 20 to 25 minute drive uh, was like the sweet spot. Or I guess any, anything less than like 45 minutes was about the sweet spot. Uh, I, I was there's a brief period of time for about a little over a year where my office was down the street, like within walking distance. And I was late like every day. Like every single day was late, like three or four minutes because I was just like, well, it's right there. Like I can see it. Like I surely I won't be late. And uh, yeah, then you forget about like the walk from their parking spot, to the stairs and you end up being late. Uh, but then when we moved, uh, when, when my wife and I moved up to Cherry Hill and I was still working in Delaware, I was about, you know, 60 miles away from my office. And I was also late, like on a, not all the time, but like, you know, more, more often than I would like uh, because you're driving forever away and like stuff that doesn't get in other people's way uh, as far as commute goes gets in my way because I'm driving in two states. So the sweet spot is between like 25 and 45 minutes because it's like it's it's far enough away that you know like okay i got i gotta get out the door i don't want to hit traffic you know i gotta make moves i don't want to i don't want to you know get you know i I don't want to get strung up somewhere and be late um but it's not so far away that you had every variable on your way between uh home and work so that's the sweet spot if you're looking for a commute these these maniacs that do like the three-hour commutes where they live like in like way upstate New York, but somehow work in Manhattan. Like I don't know how they do it, and I don't know why. Like <laughs> deranged human beings that do that. I've I've been looking for jobs, and I've been looking for jobs in New York, and it's like I can't afford to move. I can't afford to go up there, and so mm. if they pay well enough, and I can commute, it's it's what's going to have to happen sometimes, and so it would just end up being like, and I can't wake up for the life of me. Like I can't fucking do it. But, like, I'm going to end up having to get up at, like, 5 in the morning mm. to drive off to the Hamilton train station to then take the train into the city mm. if I were to get these jobs. And it's just, like, it's insane, but it's mm. it's sometimes what you got to do. And sometimes it is what you got to do. I would consider doing something else, but sometimes it is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts that you had when you first woke up today? Um, where's Chase? Mm. Where's Chase? Okay, he's in my bed. Where's the dog? There was a period of time for about five years where every morning when I woke up without fail, uh, it was like in my, in my teens. Like I think I was like you know between fifteen and twenty. Every single morning I would wake up with the opening riff to Back in Black in my head. Every <laughs> single morning, like I was crawling out of bed in like a like a like a John Hughes movie or something. Like that. It was crazy. I don't know what it was. I thought it was like this is like protagonist syndrome, where I was like, "Oh, the main character rolls out of bed back in black every <laughs> single day." You just, you just, you thought you were that badass back when you were teen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich, what's next? All right. Um, please rank the following Muppets in order of how likely you'd be to beat them up in hand-to-hand combat. Finally. <laughs> Kirby, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Gonzo, Rolf, Scooter, Animal, Pepe, um, and Rizzo. All right. So we got that. Is that nine there? Three, four, five. There's like nine, nine Muppets. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we have to I rank think, them. I think, I think as a collective, we can. I don't think we need to each individually. I mean, that's fair. I, I have my nine already for sure. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can we can we can do that together. I uh, I'd right. say who's most like uh, least likely who who would kick our asses? Uh, Miss Piggy for sure. Yeah, Miss Piggy is number one. Yeah, she's the hardest. One. She'd be the hardest fight. She's yeah. She's, she's too she's, aggressive. Um, yeah. 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 And then. And then probably I'd go with Rolf. 
I don't know. I'm thinking animal. animal. The piano player? Animal. Yeah, animal. I, I yeah. didn't even think about animal. Yeah, animal would be number two for sure. Yeah. All right. So so I, I think I'm, a, I'm in agreement there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Gonzo know, might, be the, might be the sleeper pick. You know, <laughs> he he's willing to shoot himself out of a cannon. He's willing to get himself hurt. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's more like the gadget fighter, like the gimmick guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he he yeah you know what three for Gonzo I think I think you're right there like I think if you had to fight Gonzo tw- like if you had to fight Gonzo ten times you'd win nine out of ten times but if you only fought him once he'd win the one <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah. just threw too many curveballs at him at you. you you would learn you would learn his fighting style after the first fight and then you'd just be able to take it exactly exactly um I guess Rolf is next then. Yeah, I don't know. Thinking, Rolf sort of just in the middle, like, you know, B tier. Yeah, yeah, like Rolf and Fozzie are probably in this middle pack of like. There's, it's hard to power rank them of who's the. Best I don't think Fozzie's got it in him. Mm-hmm. Like it, no. it's not it's the the, the uh, intestinal fortitude to to take me on in a battle. I don't think he's got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. I would put. I Hmm. I don't know. Pepe gives me bad vibes. <laughs> no, well, it's Pepe or Rizzo. I mean, Rizzo. Well, Rizzo would would bite me and then I'd die. See, the the thing about like Pepe, Rizzo, and even Kermit, they are so skinny. Mm-hmm. They are so easy to just break in hand. Well, that's why I think I would put Rizzo ahead of Pepe and Kermit because I think Rizzo has the disease factor. Um, yeah. Pepe, yeah, Pepe's probably... Pepe might be the, the easiest one to defeat in hand-to-hand combat. I, I I think I think it's Kermit in hand-to-hand combat. I think Pepe's got a little bit more on Kermit. Um, really? Pepe has extra arms. So, yeah. Pepe has four I, arms. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're like the, the size of twigs. <laughs> this isn't like Goro, where he's like going to be tossing you around with those things. It's just, he's like a centipede. Like I think, I think we've got, I think we've got Kermit. I really think we've got Kermit at nine. Mm. And like most, most likely to be able to be beat down. I don't know. And then I don't know. Fozzie Bear is so is is. Such a pushover. We can't forget Scooter. We're leaving Scooter out of this equation. He's mid tier. Scooter's a herb. Scooter's like number two. Like I, I got, I got Pepe number one, and Scooter's number two. He's a complete herb. <laughs> I was gonna put Scooter as like number two. Yeah, like like mm. a second most likely to be able to fight yeah. and beat up. Um, maybe I guess we could put Fozzie Bear as three, third most likely. Yeah, and then yeah, I I really feel like we've got. Pepe at four, Rizzo at five, and mm. then back in the order, uh, uh, Rolf, Gonzo. Um, All right. So the the swing the swing here is Kermit and Pepe. Like I, I still firmly believe that Pepe would be the easiest to beat. Um, he's a he's a prawn. <laughs> he's, he's a prawn, guys. Uh, let's not overthink this. But uh, but. If that's the only diff- if that's the only point where we're really going to be harshly in disagreement, uh, I can live with that. And it seems like it's a pretty clean swap. Like I would put Pepe at one and Kermit at four. You guys would put Kermit at one and Pepe at four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. 
So, okay. I mean, the the difference between one through four, though, is very minimal. Is really what yeah. it is. Like, yeah. I like like when when we're we're picking hairs between one through four, mm-hmm. but then I think it it increases big time four and five, five mm-hmm. to six, all the way up to nine. Yeah, like there's an exponential increase after four, mm-hmm. but one through four are pretty much within points of each other. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a close race for sure. Uh, yeah. Any other any other thoughts on which Muppet you kick the ass of, or vice versa? <laughs> I never thought I'd I, talk about the fightability of a Muppet. I'm surprised I that Sweetums wait. Sweetums wasn't on this list. Oh, that's Sweetums, easy. Yeah, Sweetums is so <laughs> Sweetums <laughs> is a, an, a literal monster. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't fight Sweetums. Yeah. Like mm. you just he just eat you. No, would mm-hmm. would would you would you fight the um the Bigfoot? Like if you want to fight Bigfoot, you won't fight Sweetums. <laughs> All right, next next week we do this with Sesame Street characters. <laughs> Sesame Street, and then we we might have to do cryptids in the week after. Mm. Uh, uh, what's next? How would you spend your days if you had unlimited time and resources? I mean, it's gonna be something dumb. Like it's it, like it's, <laughs> it's the way I spend my days off now, where it's like, oh, it's very productive. Like I have this project that I'm gonna do. I guess if I had unlimited time and resources, I would get very good. At playing guitar and get really into like the gearhead stuff with it, that would be a lot of fun. In terms of like selfish needs that I'd like to be that I'd like to meet, you know, there's surely there's a more altruistic way I could spend that time. Um, but as far as something that I think would would tap into both like my, my the creative the creative piece and the the techie intellectual kind of piece i think it would be getting really really into like the the technical stuff with guitar and like getting really good at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a good one um i mean yeah like you said like working on all your other projects like i'd be working on trying to figure out how to do video editing and mm-hmm. and whatnot and recording let's plays doing more streaming and, mm-hmm. and bettering that and getting better equipment and all that stuff like it, it, it's 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 pretty if i had limited time and resources and didn't have to work mm. it would straight up be exactly what i do outside of work like it yeah there's, mm. there's no no question about it what about you sean i think uh beyond you know the outro like if it's it's this is selfish because i'm not yeah. like Ideally, you know, like I, the true answer is like if we if we really had unlimited <laughs> time and resources, it would be like how to fill in the hole in the ozone. <laughs> yeah, it would be we learn how to do that because we have unlimited time. There's no excuse at that point. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're like just a bad person answer. if you if you're not doing that. Um, like Jacksonville still goes underwater, but you're still like yo, but check out this sweet solo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Um, I would, I think I would, uh, I would like to travel. So if I had unlimited time and resources, I'd like to take my family to all these different countries and kind of experience different cultures and Mm. just like, kind of like, you know, fuck around, like just in cool, in cool places that I've like seen on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And with unlimited time and resources, you get to like the really 
like the true local, the true like not just the touristy. Like my my wife and I did yeah. a mm-hmm. honeymoon cruise throughout like the Mediterranean, and it was but really like the best vacation I've ever been on. But you're still because you're only hitting each town for a couple hours a day. You're you're stuck doing the touristy stuff, and you're guided towards the shops and things like that. But with unlimited time and resources, you can go to the actual local haunts and like the good places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can literally spend months at a time at each location, exploring it, becoming a citizen—not becoming a citizen, but yeah. being an like not being a tourist after about a week. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you could go see the Colosseum in Rome, and then you could spend a month in Rome. Mm-hmm. Like you could mm-hmm. become Pope. <laughs> yeah, you could just mm-hmm. be the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> I I I would I, if if I saw uh, Pope Sean, mm-hmm. I think I'd uh, I'd start being religious again. And like, I, would ah. give, I would give Sean a lot of credit for not picking like a like a religious name, not picking like a saint's name, and just sticking with Sean. Sean Pope Sean. <laughs> Pope Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else you would do if you had unlimited time and resources? How would you spend your days? Uh, I mean, yeah. Sean's got it. Traveling, honestly. I guess the resources part would be build a sweet ass studio. That'd be mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, build a like a real legit studio for either music or for uh, for radio. That'd be fun. We can we can all pull together our unlimited resources yeah. and do everything we each said. <laughs> yes. So like we can all travel. We can yeah. all make a good studio. Yeah. Yes. We could do we could do all those things, and save. The orcas too. I mean, sure, sure. Do yeah, that yeah, too. Well, well, that's. I mean, that's that's like number forty-five <laughs> on the list or something like yeah, that. 4B. So. Yeah, four yeah. B. Yeah, four B. I mean, listen, four uh, B. But like, uh, look, I still want to go see every ballpark in the United States. A so four A. I mean, yeah, see, yeah, go see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. everybody hopping our Hummer H three and and take a trip around the country. Yeah, but while we're traveling to go to each one, mm-hmm. we're doing the research, or at least mm-hmm. trying to get people to do the research. To yeah, do. yeah. Yes. It was me in the back seat reading about uh, reading about uh, the last ice age that we had while pitching my empty diet coke out the window into the <laughs> into the ocean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd you'd be you'd be doing research by watching the ice age movies. Yes, documentary with Ray Romano and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. John Leguizamo. Those guys. Yeah, John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh, what's his name? Um, shit, Dennis Leary, mm-hmm. Saber Two Tiger, Dennis yeah, Leary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we we definitely save the planet for sure. Uh, of course. What is next, Rich? Uh, if my groceries were a game, what would one of the loading screen tips be? Okay, all right. So there's a video game. Uh, in modern video games, there are the tips that pop up on the loading screen, uh, like. Hint, you know, press X to jump or remember to talk to the locals or something like that. Go, it would be, and it would be the loading screen as you're getting into the car. Go back in the house and get your reusable bags. Mm, that's a big one. That's a big one in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Remember those reusable bags. Um, hmm. I think for me... It would be buy less fruit than you think. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, for some reason, I it's like a habit. We buy like mm-hmm. we're like we're gonna get apples. We want apples, so we'll buy mm-hmm. between five and seven apples. But like, I just want one apple right now. Mm. 
I don't want yeah. an apple every single day. Nobody does. Right. You just buy like two or three apples and then you're good. Then you only have to throw one away as opposed right. to four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a... <laughs> And they're always huge too. Like we, I, I, I had that, I had that problem. Where we, I bought like a bag of like twelve apples, and like I love apples, but I just forgot that we had them. And like, oh God, it was I, like you really have to fuck up to keep apples longer than they're good for. And I did because <laughs> uh, like apples isn't good for like for weeks, months on end. And then you know, and then you know, I pulled out the bag and I had like the caved in gala apple, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I it's a very good. One. I have. I have had to throw out my fair share of fruit lately just because it's like I'll go and I'll buy like a, a bushel of bananas and like either oranges, apples or grapes. Mm-hmm. One of those three. Mm-hmm. And I went food shopping a month ago, bought a bag of grapes or two and a half weeks ago, bought a bag of grapes, put them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Never touched. Them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, shit. And then the, the bananas, mm-hmm. Like, I didn't eat them for a week because they needed to ripen. And then overnight, they became a little overripe, which I'm like, all right, I'll make banana bread, sure. Mm. And then I go to lift them up, and one of them, or at least some, I think more than one of them, had a slit inside of it to where it attracted fruit flies into it. Ooh. And so I had to throw the entire bushel out. Mm. And I've been dealing with fruit flies in my house since. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's like the harshest cool. punishment. Like you, you mess up by one day, and suddenly your house is infested with, with vermin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I literally, I went to grab it. And like I was like, "Oh, you know what? These are getting soft. Let's see which ones I can keep. Which ones have to be thrown out." Um, and like I grab it and I look and like I just move it, and there's just like three flies climbing out of thing. Like son of a bitch, throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it would just be like. Uh, when you pick up an item, ask yourself if you've ever eaten this before. <laughs> if you've never eaten it before, maybe this isn't the time to try it. Like, <laughs> try this. You probably don't actually want this then. Um, what else would be good? Yeah. Check meat sell-by dates. Make sure to check them. Because I have I had to throw out an entire package of uh, chicken thighs mm. because I bought them and put them in and it was a family pack so it was the big one had like 12 of them in there uh, I, I brought them home and I looked and it was like alright they're good until the 22nd sure so I put them in the fridge and then like 3 or 4 days later I go look at them and they were only good until the 13th mm. 2022 mm. but I saw the month in 22 and thought it was good until the 22nd, and it's now the 17th. And I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> I had to throw out tire package because I'd, I'd misread the, the sell-by date. Yeah. Look for the first... Or just simple way to... Look in your freezer. See what you got. <laughs> See what you got already. Just mm-hmm. just try that. It's like buying chicken for like the ninth straight week and freezing half of it. And suddenly like three quarters <laughs> of your freezer is just chicken breast. Like just look... For a second, or your spice rack, especially. My God, like we are just overflowing with spices and and, and stuff in our house. It's I, it's bananas. It is is an ungodly amount of spices, and it's always like just just check because that's why you wind up with like three like tiny McCormick's packages of like creme tatar because you're like. <laughs> 
you're like, well, surely I don't have creme tatar because I've never used it. So there's no way I would have it. And it turns out it was for the same recipe that you used it for six months ago. And now you've got another package of it. And it's like, well, shit, I'm never going to do it again unless I make the same cake again or something like that. Like, mm. Just check once. Check a single time through your spice rack or your freezer. See if you already got that shit. I've, I've cleaned my spice cabinet. So many times. Do you know how much turmeric I have? have... <laughs> Too much turmeric. I'll, I'll have I'll have four open and half used things of paprika. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we'll buy instead of looking to see if we've got it, we'll just buy it mm. or like chili powder or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the the other hint would be like smoked paprika is different. You can't get by with just regular ass paprika. Smoked paprika is different. It's great. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Any other hints from the uh, on the grocery store video game uh, loading screen? You don't need to buy those snacks. Just, don't the, buy just those any snacks. snacks. Yeah. Well, it's just like like if if you if if you want the sweets, don't buy them. Don't buy those sweets, or don't buy. Like, don't go off list because I'll go, I'll go and ooh, these cookies look good, and mm. I'll buy the cookies, and I'll bring them home, and I'll eat them in one sitting. Yeah. It's like you don't need those cookies. You don't need to eat them in one <laughs> sitting. Just stop. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh. All right. What's next? Uh. What's an album you recommended that has no bad songs? Ha. There's a few of them. Zero bad songs. No skips. No skips. An album you recommend that has no bad songs. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. Because I don't, I don't often recommend albums. I just recommend bands. Yeah. So it's like, I, I never like. Oh, you have to listen to this album. Because mm. like, I just if I like a band, I like generally like 99% of their songs. There are no bad songs on Boys and Girls in America by The Hold Steady. Zero. Um, boy. I'm just going to go out there and say Vaxxas 2. There's no bad songs on that. There there aren't any bad songs on that one either. Uh, the new Code and Cambria album. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Um... Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. There are no bands Another on one. that album. Yeah. Tapestry by Carol King, uh, which I listen to a lot lately. Not not a single bad one on that. Um boy. Yeah, it's tough it's tough because I mean, even even like your favorite album, you're like there's always like the one or two where you're like mm-hmm. eh, I could get by without that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any like other songs? It's no not even songs. like that are that bad. It's just like a little bit less good, and you're just like, I don't need to hear this. Yeah, because the right, rest of right. the album is right. so good. Yeah. I think there yeah, are like there's there's no bad songs on in keeping secrets of Silent Earth three. Another Coheed album. I think that's also yeah, a very good one. I think it's it is incredibly consistent throughout, just from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Every song is as good as the one before it and after it, and it's just mm-hmm. like worth listening to. It's a good zone out mm-hmm. album too, because it's just like. Mm-hmm long it's very long very windy mm-hmm. scrolling through my recent listens uh to see if there's a, there's always like even on my favorite out bands there's still like one or two that i like 
I, you don't have to listen to this. It's fine. Um, uh, Crack the Sky by Mastodon. There's only seven songs on it, so it's hard to have any skips on it, but there's there's nothing bad on that one. <laughs> hey. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure there is a Dragon Force album that I would sit there and say, like, yo, there's no bad songs in this one. You got to check it out. I just can't think of them, any of them right now. Like, I haven't... I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, or a past episode recently. I haven't really listened to a lot of music lately. Mm. Like, just for some reason, I can't get myself, even when working, to instead of having a, either podcast on or just some sort of random YouTube videos or college humor skits or something, I can't get myself to go watch, listen to music. It's always something else, and so it's like I, I've not had a lot of music ingested lately to really be able to like you know that's a fantastic album to go back a little bit there's no there's no bad songs on good kid mad city by kendrick lamar every song on that album is very good and that's a long one too mm-hmm. um, but I, that, that one's like a little less of an obvious like you know what you know who's really gonna make it this kendrick lamar guy <laughs> one of those famous rappers of all <laughs> in, in modern uh modern music yeah any others um mad villainy with uh, it's MF Doom and Mad Villain. It's yeah. just a really good hip hop album. Mm. It's just straight front yeah. front to back. It has like it has little like um, musical interludes that are even like nice because they kind of break up because it's like mm-hmm. very dense, verbose rapping. So it, like mm. it's nice. It kind of breaks up. You get like a break. You're like okay, I don't have to think so much. And then you move uh, into the album. The album Parts of Speech by Dessa is really good because it's like it's like some electronica, some R and B, some singing, and and some rapping. Um, and there's no it, there's no point in the album where one gets too one overpowers the other as far as those elements. Every every song is is very very good, and it's it's all it's very consistent as well. So no bad songs, zero skips on uh, Parts of Speech. Uh, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge mm. soundtrack. Chef's Kiss. Fantastic. We could keep going on this forever. Uh, do you guys have any last ones or do you want to move on? We can move on, I think. We can keep going. All right. By keep going, I mean move on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if you could become a supernatural creature at night, what would it be and why? Hmm. Supernatural creature at night. Mm-hmm. I would think it would be a vampire, right? That's your whole thing. Can't be. You can't do anything during the day anyway. You may as well be a vampire at night. <laughs> could be, like, you could be a werewolf, too. You could be a werewolf. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it just means like at night you become one, not you are a night stalking one mm. so like you're not a vampire but by the the essence of this question i don't think it means like if you choose mm. to become a vampire at night you're also you during the day mm. and not a vampire oh well, godzilla you're a vampire at night that'd be oh, godzilla yeah. <laughs> nice that'd be awesome I- because the next day, like all cities destroyed, and you're just like, well, what happened? I, what? Like, huh? Yeah, it's just you're, you're just, up. You just happen to be waking up in the mm-hmm. footprint that Le- Godzilla was last yeah. seen. <laughs> you're accidentally like one foot still in your Godzilla outfit somehow. Like, <laughs> yeah, you haven't just fully changed. Why do I have heartburn? 
Godzilla swallowed a missile last night. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Godzilla's walking around in like your tie. He's like, didn't didn't Kazno wear that to the meeting earlier today? It's <laughs> the <laughs> same polka dot tie. It's like very odd, like very specific, like novelty tie that like couldn't possibly be attributed to anybody other than you. <laughs> uh, what supernatural creature would you become at night, Sean? Huh. I was looking at a list of supernatural creatures, mm-hmm. and I think I will become a ghost. A ghost at night. Mm. So I can haunt what? people, but only at night, and also I get to still be alive. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tethered to any one mm. location. I can kind of just go where I please, scare people, be like Danny Phantom. I was gonna say, are you Danny Phantom? <laughs> yeah. Sure. And my uh, immediate reaction when I saw this question was werewolf. I was like, you know, what? werewolves mm-hmm. are freaking red. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind being. I I didn't read. I didn't read it fully and see at night. I thought it was just what supernatural creature would you want to be. But like even yeah at night like in general I would love to be werewolf like they're just they're awesome mm. sick werewolves are dope werewolves are dope uh, would you want to be any other kind of supernatural creature at night and at night alone I'm trying to go through my memory of the seven seasons of Supernatural I watched um but I'm not coming up with any supernatural kind of creatures anymore. All right. All right. Well, then let's uh let's let's move along then because we could just be like, oh, you know what? I'd be a, a pixie. A <laughs> pixie. He's floating around as pixies, flapping the wings <laughs> and all that. Uh, what's next? Uh, last question of the session or of the 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 episode. Uh, Sean, we're gonna throw this to you first. <laughs> What's the best bird? Oh, there is no such thing as best bird. I want to go on <laughs> record of saying that. Um, mm. But probably a penguin. Um, okay. uh, let's see, what type of penguins are there? Um, There's like the little, little, little blue penguins. Little blue penguins. Okay. They're little, they're blue, they're penguins, they can't fly, which is honestly most of what freaks me out about regular birds is because they can come at you from literally any angle. Yes. Uh, you're, you're not safe from anywhere. So penguins are, are landlocked or in the water and I just can avoid the water. So penguins, uh, it's penguins. Okay. Mm. I like penguins. Trying to think. I don't know. It's probably not Eagle. Um, Those things are so derpy if you look at them dead on. Well, and apparently they're all like rock stupid too, like bald eagles. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, I mean, if my wife was answering this question, and, and more so, I'm going to end up deferring to her expertise on this. It's going to be a goose, it's geese. Oh, geese are the best no. birds. They're, no, they're, they're assholes, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't ask what the best bird would be for the other people in my life. This is just best bird, and the best bird is goose, because goose goes whatever the fuck it wants. Goose is the honey badger of of the airborne creatures. Doesn't uh, care. Hard disagree. Like, geese are not the best bird. God no. Mm. Well, I'm. <laughs> I just want Rich continue with like non-specific ad hominem attacks about geese. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're just like, they're not they're good. Just, they suck. They're, they're awful. They're the God. worst. <laughs> they're so mean. Uh, like, you walk by them, they just hiss at you. Uh, like, they're just, they are the worst. Yeah, they're, they, yeah, they're, they're assertive. Even, you don't like assertive birds, that, Rich? Yeah. Not even that pretty. Like, Oh, how dare you? How dare you? I I am the beholder. Not not everybody can just shave their head and suddenly become an Adonis like Rich Sweet. Like sometimes sometimes you just got to work with what nature handed you, Rich. Look, I heard you talking about bald eagles. I know you're mad at bald people for some bald things for some reason. So oh, it's, it's just me. Me and Tim are coming at you to protect the baldness. Okay. Yeah, you got yeah. Spot up with bald, bald eagles. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know. Dinosaurs. They're the best birds. They evolved into birds. They're technically birds. Dinosaurs are the best birds. Mm. Seems like you're getting by on a technicality here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're really skirting <laughs> the rules on this one. Yeah. You know my favorite bird? Stegosaurus. Exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's like saying my favorite dinosaur is dinosaur. Or my favorite bird is bird. It's just a whole species of creature. No, uh, honestly, I think the best bird is flamingo. Mm. Um, flamingo, okay. Flamingos yeah. are pretty dope. They are. They're pink because they eat a lot of shrimp, mm. and they stand on one leg, which I can't do. So I find it fascinating. Honorable mention to crows, who are apparently smart as hell. Oh yeah, yo, yeah. Known we've, fact: we've had a we've had a crow hanging around uh, around uh, our house mm. the past like couple weeks. Thing is loud as fuck, but he's awesome. Yeah. Probably got a full-time job, too. Probably does. Yeah. He's a smart, smart bird. Uh, <laughs> any other... Uh, what bird is best comments? Bird what is cats. the best bird? Um, I can't think of any other good birds. Yeah. What's the worst bird? Geese. Mm. Mm, no. Mm-mm. Swans, nah, probably. Not as as seagulls exist. I don't oh, know. Seagulls... You know, I forget about seagulls. I don't go to the shore enough. Yeah, pigeons of the bay. Yeah, apparently but pigeons. Like if you're are gonna dope. call them pigeons of the bay, then wouldn't it be pigeons? But pigeons are actually not that bad, and mm-hmm. apparently taste really good. They hold on. Okay, let's unpack this real quick. They apparently taste really good. Yeah, there's people that eat pigeon, like street pigeon, mm. like not just like bred and raised pigeon, like. Yeah, the, the authentic stuff. The street pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that hoity-toity yeah. stuff you get at the restaurants. <laughs> the real stuff. The re- real New Yorkers eat this kind of pigeon. I think it's like France. Okay. But, All right. No, yeah. All right. I, I, will, I will take your and whoever, whoever those people's word is for it, that pigeons taste delicious. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. I think that's, that's a pretty good, pretty good list. Pretty good list of bur- good birds and bad birds. Um any other closing thoughts or takes or anything like that? We're we're not we're not holding up to like our normal standards. Timmy's not here and we're having short episodes. What's going on? I know. Yeah. yeah. We're not being as long winded as we usually are. Which I guess I is actually good. think that this is a perfect response to Tim not showing up. <laughs> this is actually is ideal. a shorter episode? Yeah, is it Tim doesn't show up and suddenly we're like right on the clock. I think that's great. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Tim, Tim has been like, Tim has been like cracking the whip, trying to get us to finish these episodes faster, and we're just like, no, 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 and we just keep talking about like well, 
you know, hex hex screws for hours and hours on end, uh, and now that he's not here, we're like pretty pretty timely, pretty tight, a tight well, hour. That's it's also it's also kind of we do it because he's like we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, and yeah. we're like, well, now we just gotta mess with it. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you can't tell it. It's, it's, like put, it's like painting a big red sign over our our, our studio that says "Keep going." <laughs> yeah. Anytime he's like, "Oh, guys, we got to wrap this up." It's it's six thirty at night. I got to be in the office tomorrow morning. So, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Rich, if people want to see any more of your bird takes on Twitter, where can they find you? At b underscore one. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's sob. I'm on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Shannon Vogel Photography and Art page on Facebook or at her store on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, It is time for some plugs. Rich, what is going on with streaming and your other podcasts? Twitch.tv slash B underscore one. That's for video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And Sunday, I uh, finished my 32 days in a row. I am so thankful for it because now I can take a break and not stream when I don't want to. Also, facebook.com slash onequestonline or just www.one-quest.com for two podcasts, PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, where this week we will be talking about the movie uh, Parasite that won the awards a couple weeks ago or a couple years ago. As well as whatever nerdy hot topics and bonus action D and D podcast for me and Sean and other friends play D and D. Parasite kicks ass. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean, uh, other than the D and D podcast, you also go on the internet and throw some frisbees. Yes, I throw them at Obi Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is Obi underscore Disc Golf. And I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast with my brother Alex Casnell. We are in the process of recording season two of taste fakers and and among the episodes that we're that we're doing right now are episodes where we compare and contrast and we find the connections between albums by ben, the benny goodman orchestra and black sabbath jesus how about uh carol king and adele all right that's a little bit normal normal but what about cindy lopper and bad cop bad cop who the hell is bad cop bad cop well you're gonna find out uh when you listen to the cindy lopper uh bad cop bad cop episode of Taste Fakers Season 2, but in the meantime, go back and listen to Season 1. We have eight episodes over 14 hours of us uh, finding the hidden connections between pop music albums throughout history. Uh, It's available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. All right, that's it, guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen in absentia, Rich Sweeten in here, and Sean O'Brien also in here, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. In here. In here. In here.